Oh, sorry, you're getting into a girl? I'm getting I'm into a girl, yeah. Good. And uh, you know, we, we've known each other for a long time. And actually we met like three years ago. I met her, she served me a milestone. She was bartending. I asked her out on the spot. I'm like, you're awesome. Mm. And she shut me down. I was like, okay, whatever. Then she like stayed in the extended group of people and dated this super toxic dude for a long time and then became single last summer. party for a little bit we really started talking at you know like end of end of <clears throat> October maybe like early November just kind of like oh we're hanging out a little bit more now in a group and then December we're like oh we're talking every day we're hanging out every day and then it went from that to okay now we're done hanging out with the group now we're going back to her place and we're, you know, we're sort of hooking up a little bit. And then all this stuff is going on. I was like, oh, like this is just creeping out of nowhere, right? Yeah. And she's like, okay, she's like, there's this guy that I've kind of been seeing at work. And then she started recognizing that he wasn't treating her the best. And mm -hmm. all this whole time, I'm like, I know you want to be single. You know, like, you want to have a fun summer. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. This is fine. Like we can just do this. Mm -hmm. And then over, t over this like last like month, I'd say... I was like, damn, we're talking every day. I'm really looking forward to seeing you mm -hmm. every week. We're hanging out like twice a week. We're doing stuff one-on-one. -on -one. This is really great. And then last, not last night, two nights ago, I guess, it was just like, okay, cool. I'm like, I invited her over. You know, last time, like, come over, watch a hockey game. And, you know, we'll order some food and stuff like that. And she's like, no, sorry, that sounds great. I have plans, though. And I was like, oh, I'm like, this guy that she used to be seeing or was seeing just got back from Mexico. He's off quarantine now. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh, click. Glass shattered a little bit. And then I was like, oh, okay. Like, just so you know, like, I'm, I'm biting my tongue a little bit with this, right? I'm like, I know where we're at. I know where you said you were at. And I'm, I've been like 40% respectful of that. And <laughs> <laughs> however, I'm like, I, I got to say, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little like, I'm a little <coughs> caught off guard a little bit by that. I just like kind of had to sit with that a little bit. And uh, now I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, I pump the brakes. I'm like, I'm not gonna reach out to her for a little bit. I'm gonna drop it. I'm like, you go to hang out with the, hang out with this dude. You get back to work on the eighth, right? You go do this a little bit. I'm like, there's a little part of me. I'm like, I created a shitload of value with you and we were having some damn good times. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm just gonna throw you, throw you back out there. <coughs> You're gonna see what it's like. I'm just yeah. gonna see. Yeah, I'm gonna throw you back out there for a little bit. I'm, a, I'm gonna let you let you do that. There's so many red and flags there, dude. That is not relationship material. I'm gonna just sit here and enjoy my beer. Yeah. I um that sucks. I feel for you. That's um, painful. I um so I broke up with my fiance on December twenty-third. Mm-hmm. What have you been doing since then? I've I'm seeing this girl. Um and it's it's interesting interesting because it's such a completely different dynamic where I'm not sure if it's this is who she is or if this is who she thinks I want. Now, don't get me wrong. Everything that she's done has said nothing to the contrary that this isn't who she is. But this is my fucking mind playing tricks on me now. All right? So I'm being, I'm, I've, I'm taking these steps like just to be more open and be more communi communicative. Communicative. I said it. Um, first time. I actually nailed it the first time. Um than I was before, right? So I'm trying to open up more and this and that. And it's, I've really noticed the switch. I don't know if this would have happened with other girls. I'm assuming it probably would have, but the switch in being 
just a guy that she's having fun with to, oh, this is somebody I actually like. And I can note, I, I noticed a switch as soon as I started doing these things, right? And it wasn't malicious, but just to be more open, right? Me. You working on you. Yeah, me working on me. And I've just noticed that the world is opening. It's weird. And it's crazy that you, you say that. And I'm relating that to me because this whole time, my whole experience with this girl, it went from like no interaction, like we knew of each other, to, oh, cool, we, wow, we get along really well, to, oh, there's mutual attraction there, to her being like, I don't hook up with friends, I don't want to ruin that, to us hooking up, to that escalating further, and then through all this whole time, like you said, red flags, I'm like, yeah, there's probably red flags there, however, at the same time, everything was just like, it felt good. It just like it just like worked. You know, it's yeah. like one of those things like well, I wasn't having to work for it. I wasn't having to put a ton of like thought energy into it. And it was like, okay, cool. Like, yeah. Girls is like this that what are we really want? good at manipulating the situation in their favor, though. No, 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 no. I, no. And I know you don't want to. I know hear the that. type of girl you're, you're jaded as of. fuck, though. No, 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 so I'm not. No, you I'm not. are. I'm really? Yeah. Okay, listen. Any girl that's out there dicking down two dudes. Right. No, I see different, different. I get. I know the type of girl I, you're I, thinking of. No, that's any girl. And the reason why girls do that is because they like to have the options. Oh, now we're as in As long it. as you're an option, you're going to remain an option. But if you knew your own value and went, no, I, I, you, you know what? You're a great person. I value the relationship that we had. But either we have a relationship or we don't. Now, here's the thing. Is, hey, guys, check it out. That... Welcome back to Alpha, uh, Alpha Project. <laughs> we are getting into it. We were going to get into our superpowers, but we're in a super deep conversation right now about relationships, and we're going to stick with this. Devin, go ahead. We're is now that... recording, boys. You gotta be, We've been you recording gotta be... this I know. Time. I know. Fuck it. you got to be radically <laughs> transparent with yourself right now. Is that the kind of relationship you want? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of just do a quick little flashback here to an episode or two ago when you said, I'm looking for X criteria. Mm -hmm. From an outsider's perspective and out of complete respect for you as a human being, this girl does not fit in that box at all. You know, okay, I'm going to counter that a little bit and I agree with you 100%. What you're, the missing pieces, which was the first point, this is actually really threw me off. The first time we actually hooked up, like the first time we did more than like making out, I spent the night at her place. And we woke up in the morning, we were fooling around, and then she, like, got up and showered, and then she was, like, distraught. And, like, to the point I was like, whoa, like, did I fucking do something that was not okay here? I'm like, are we on the same page? And, like, like, I felt really guilty about that. And then talking to her after, she was just like, no, she's like, I just don't do that. She's like, I, like, literally, this is the first time that I've hooked up with someone, I've been kind of seeing this person. <laughs> she's and she's like, face. fuck, she's like, I don't know what to do. But I was shook, like crying, like did not know how to handle herself with that. And I was like, okay, cool. So we took a step back, hung out a couple times, didn't hook up. Then it was just like, it just would naturally escalate again. And then the second time it was changed from, oh, she wasn't distraught. She's like, oh, cool. Like, you know, like, let's get up. We watched a show in the morning, made coffee. Now was it that, was was that cool. authentically her or and again, just devil's advocate here for the sake of critical thinking. Or was that a coping mechanism because she actually wants to be that person for a while Hold on. and her coping mechanism kicked in and she had to do something to make it look like 
she wasn't that kind of person. And before you answer because that question. she might question. truly not be, but she wants mm -hmm. to be. Before you answer right? that and question. That's a, that's a deeper thing that you have to over time analyze. You're not going to get the answer. I'm going to add a layer. But Hold I'm on. putting I'm it in there so that you are able to go, okay, let me look for the signs for both. Mm -hmm. Right? And, and I don't want you to have a confirmation bias. Don't look for one. Right? Don't look for her to be this thing. And don't look for her to be this thing. Look to find out which one of those things that she wants and what's in line with who she wants to be. Because we're all evolving as human beings, right? And women have a different, um, a different biologically driven factor that we don't understand as men. Women have to screen the, the, uh, the gene pool. That's right. their job. That's right where I was going Our to. Our job is to make the approach. Our job is just to breed. And I'm just speaking biologically, mm -hmm. okay? Not socially, not culturally, any of those other things. Our job is to approach women as many times as we can until a, one of those women says, yes, you can mate with me. Where women have to say, no, 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 no. Yes, you are good enough for me to fucking have a baby with. So where, where I look for, okay, when you're like, is this, you know, authentic, right? Because that first reaction where it was a change, right? Because there was a period of time where, you know, this... I don't, they're not like, I'm not gonna say dating or, or it's like hanging out or hooking up. When I was there for the first time, right? When, when we hooked up the first time, it was an immediate like, what the fuck? She's, she was visibly upset with herself. Like not, not something where it was an actor staged or is right. like very uncomfortable with herself. Then, you know, over the next month and this guy was out of country. So like we were hanging out and we're like, we're friends, we're in the same group. There's an understanding there. We were very comfortable with each other. And then it was like, oh shit, we're actually getting, you know, pretty close. Then it's, you know, it would keep happening. And then we'd, um, we'd keep like, you know, making out at the end of the night. And when I would stay over and it just got really comfortable. So what I look for in, you know, authenticity is, you know, last night when she's like, oh, you know, it's like, sorry, I'd love to come over. However, I had plans. She, A, she told me straight up about it, yeah. right? She's very upfront with it. And she's like, you know what I thought about, honestly, like, would it be wise to even mention this? And she's like, but no, like we, we've talked about this. We were on the same page. And then it was the same thing where it was like, okay, this door is, I don't want to say closed. However, the both doors aren't open at the same time. So my response with that was, I honestly haven't really replied to that. whole. I got a question. Yet. I got a yeah. question. When she said, sorry, I have plans. Mm -hmm. Did she mention that she was meeting with this other guy or is this something you've just created in your mind? No, no, because she said she had plans. I was like, cool. What is it doing? with her friends or with somebody else? No, I asked what she okay. was doing. Yeah, I mean, she was right away. She's like, okay. oh, I'm going to go see this dude. Okay. Um, and then it was cool. So here's. So we had a, a short conversation about it. And at that okay. point, I said, oh, okay. And I, I felt, you know, like that immediate, I had that, that decision where I could be, say nothing mm -hmm. and just. And I, close down and do yourself. How cool or, are you? So, I can, right? so, here, so here's yeah. the thing. So here's the thing. I'm going to take it back to what Devin was saying. When she was you know, distraught that morning, mm -hmm. was it because she, you know, she isn't that way and she was distraught because of that? Or was it because she's having mixed emotions about her feelings toward this other gentleman and you no, and, yeah. and how she's caught in between that? So has to be, I, I mean, I, I'm not her and that has to be a bit of both. Right. There has to be, you know there has to be a would... conflict of emotions there. Mm -hmm. And however, my perception of it and from our conversations about it was she is not that person. Well, listen, let me well, tell you this. As... I'll, I'll tell you this right now. If it comes down to um, a competition between you and any other guy, I'm going to take you. And that's the thing is I don't, 
I don't look at it like a competition. However, I mean, when she, when I called her out yesterday, I wasn't even calling her out. I asked like what her plans were. You know, and honestly, just being direct. Admiration for her to be saying like, "Hey, this is what's up." Like this guy's back in town now. You think she's put off a little bit because you're balding? What's up? Think she's put off a little bit because you're balding? I am balding a little bit. Oh, I might have to go to Turkey. Oh, <laughs> I was about to say. Just, <laughs> it's the way However, I see this. Is that is she thing. has these two options to choose from. She may have more history with this person, but in this in this um, romanticized fantasy that she creates when she thinks of you, she she's. Oh qualifying you as as a suitor right and she thinks that you're a fucking awesome enough dude that she's willing to participate in extracurriculars i hate this conversation man you're fucking with my self-confidence we're not even talking about me this is this is the crazy thing so let me finish so after the i asked her what the plan what her plans were and she told me and then i was like okay Cool, and I, I you know, approached Just to be clear, her plans him. weren't to go suck his cock, right? No. Okay. No, there's just to be like, yo, this guy's I don't, back I don't in know town. her. I don't know her. I'm sorry. I don't know the young lady. She's I apologize. Like, this guy's back in town. Um, he's off quarantine. They work together, mm. right? And so restaurants are opening back up soon. Uh, she's like, we're going to go for, we're going to go have some wine. And I was like, cool. And so I internalized that a little bit. I'm like, I have two choices. I'm like, I can not say anything. And then at that point, you know, fabricate whatever fucking horror story I want mm-hmm. to, right? Or I can, you know, voice it. So I just was very cool about the whole thing. And I said, honestly, just for the sake of saying this, I'm like, I'm biting my tongue a little bit in regards to him. I'm like, I appreciate you and I want your happiness first. And I know that you've mentioned this guy before. However, over the last, you know, month, month and a half that we've been hanging out, he has more and more exited the picture, right? And mm-hmm. so I'm like, it would be un- it would be misleading for me not to bring it up at this point, just to say that I'm, I'm a little you wanted, bit. You wanted to express your your emotions to her in a way that she would understand, in a, in a confident and yeah. yet and not, and not judgy way. But you want to be like, this totally is non-judgy. this is how I feel, and I want you to and understand. At the same I feel time, not a fucking oh my god, I'm I'm in love with you. It was like, yes, hey, I'm you, like I'm I'm honestly I'm just I have to shed some light on this. I'm like I'm biting my tongue. However, I want you to be happy, and I think it's cool that you're gonna go hang out. However, I, my opinion on this is biased. And I told her, I'm like, I, if I'm coming across like I'm ignoring it or, or belittling it, that area in any way, I'm like, I'm not. I'm just, my opinion is biased towards. So one of the things that I, I really just want to point at here is she is, as a person, she's a human being quite capable of her own thoughts and feelings and everything else. And you've acknowledged that, which is super uh, way more mature than any other man I'm sure that she's ever dealt with. Being able to just confidently say, listen, that guy was not around and I've been here and we, we were, you know, going down a certain path that I had made some presumptions of. Mm-hmm. That perhaps there could have been a relationship or the potential of something more here. And the fact that you're kind of playing the field feels like you may have been misleading me. So if that is the situation you're, you're, that you're doing this. You're close. You're not quite on it though. Because <clears throat> through the whole point. And she did a good job right off the hop. She, you know, right away. She's like, um, I was in this shitty relationship. Mm-hmm. She's like, I, I'm not looking to dive into something. Right. I bought into mm-hmm. that. I chose into that. So she feels. So it happened. Yeah. And so after this, I was like, hey, you know what? I'm, I'm, my opinion is biased on this. Right. On this guy. I'm not belittling or I'm not, you know, invalidating your space in this. I think it's cool. You guys are going to hang out. However, I would be misleading you if I didn't voice it out. You know, I was a little bit not, not like, ups, like upset or physically hurt about it. I was like. I told her, I was like, I've just Can been having a lot of fun with you. Can you pinpoint the emotion that you're feeling? Or do you even know what that is yet? 
It's tough. It's tough, dude. That's a tough question. Because I'm sure there's a mix. We've it's all we've all been mix. in that. I want to. Like, there's like betrayal. I'm, there's like, I'm not good enough. There's a before, lot of before, things. Before we layers, keep going, right? I'm going to give my opinion on this, and simply because <gasps> I think I have enough information from it, there could be some other things, uh, extreme circumstances. But here's how I feel about it. She was upfront with you to begin with, mm-hmm. right? And you guys had this little, you know, romantic kind of whatever happening, right? Gentleman came back, kind of into Canada, kind of into her life again. Um, and she was upfront and honest with you then. Mm-hmm. I think you have the leg up in this one. I think this meeting when she went to go meet with him, have some wine was probably to explain that, hey, listen, I this can't be what it was before because there's somebody else in my life. And I the reason I say that is this, is... She was honest with you. She'll she be was. With him. She'll be very honest with mm-hmm. you. So she should be honest with him, depending what their relationship dynamic is. I don't know, but she seems like somebody who she wants to keep you in her life. That's why she's being honest with you. Mm-hmm. If she wanted to just treat you like a throwaway, she would have lied their ass off. I'm going with. And friends. it gets better. So that was the first like okay. round of round of exchanges, right? So the night before this exchange, right? And like I said, we've gotten very close. She she'll reach out to me to hang out. Mm-hmm. You know, we we have talked every day. Uh, it was like 1230 and I, I was asleep because I was going skiing the next morning. Um, and my phone, you know, I get, I get a text message at 1230. I'm like, it's this girl. She's mm-hmm. like, what's up? And so we chat a little bit and she was like a little bit, you know, just like off and stuff like that. And I'm like, I started to get up this weird vibes. I'm like, are you, I'm like, are you okay? I'm like, what do you, like, what do you need? Like mm-hmm. I asked her, I joke, I'm like, is this a booty call? <laughs> She's like, haha, no, it's not a booty call. And then it kind of got quiet. So I was like, I pressed. I'm like, okay, what's wrong? Now the vibes are really weird, right? And then uh, she was hanging out with her cousin. So I phoned, right? And then I finally get out. It's like, she's just having a really just like, like self-deprecating night, like just really internalizing her own head, like in her own shit, mm. depressed, just like not feeling good. And then I was the person she reached out to, to, to pick her up out of that. So I was like, that's so I think really I'm right. cool. Have that's really right. cool. So then hold up. I'm going to finish the story here and then we can actually yeah. talk about the whole thing. So after that, I was like, I was able to pump her up and it was the same thing. It was like, okay, here's, you know, I'm like told her, I'm like, I care about you. You're great. And no, I, I pumped her up and then left it at that again, really positive. And it was just like, it was just like the response from her at the end of that, you know, when she was, you know, depressed and, you know, all up in her own shit was just like gratitude. Like, thank you. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, you know, fast forward to the next day and she's like, okay, upfront about this dude coming home. I was upfront and honest about where I was feeling in my thoughts about it. However, I'm like, you know what? Cool. Go do it. And then at the end of it, I told her, I was like, you've told me from the beginning that you value our friendship first and foremost. And I was like, I have appreciated that and respected that about 40%. So at the end of this, right, my follow-up when... Uh, she's like, thanks so much. I really just want to, you know, emphasize that I'm not willing to lose you as a friend. I'm like, okay, cool. Knowing all this history, knowing that we've hooked up a couple mm-hmm. times, knowing all this stuff, it's it's easy to see the vibe is more than that. Mm-hmm. However, at the end of that, I left it off with, just so you know, just because I've voiced that I'm into you does not change the way that I'm going to show up. I'm like, you're still only going to get 40% respect. <laughs> and that's it. I'm like, you're not going to get more. You're not going to get less. Just because it's now out in the air, just because now we voiced it, doesn't mean that I'm going to change. And her <laughs> response to that was, ha, ha, ha. I know, honestly, I was planning for you to say that. So then she didn't even shut the door on mm-hmm. that. So it's like, hey, I'm going to go see this other dude. I said, honestly, I'm not going to change. I'm still going to hit on you. I'm still going to flirt with you. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to escalate. And her response was, Basically, please do. Yeah, of course. 
Right. That drives back to Devon, about yep. door open. Have you and considered? Then, that was yesterday. That was yesterday. About, was about 24 hours ago. I, I've been radio silent since then. I have not replied to her on that. Well, and here's something important for, for anybody that's listening to understand. The reason why you're not replying is because you value yourself and you realize how, value you, how valuable you are and what you bring to the table. So the thing that I was going to say was, have you considered perhaps... We all have this own internalized feeling of what I'm worth. Mm -hmm. And when you show up in a relationship and I meet somebody that I feel like is like a 10, she's way out of my league. That's a common phrase we all use. She's way out of my league, which means I perceive her to be better than me, mm -hmm. which means there's no way I'm going to get with her. Well, the fucked up thing is, in spite of all of ourselves, we don't acknowledge that that actually exists on the other uh, side of the playing field. Mm -hmm. Is that some women just do not feel like they're valuable yeah, enough listen. to be with the good guy. Yeah. Not that you are the good guy or have good guy syndrome, which is a whole other fucking topic. But my question to you would be, have you considered that perhaps she doesn't see herself as valuable enough to be with a guy like you? And that's why she's with a guy like him. And I'm making a lot of assumptions in that you statement. I don't know anything but, about this. Right, I don't know right. anything so about So can we guy. bash him? I'm your friend. Can I bash him? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> fuck that okay. guy. That cocksucker. What the fuck you saying? The goddamn right come back from fucking Mexico. Honestly, come I, back into Canada into a fucking cool. girl's life. He just left her for a fucking month. Next thing you know. And that guy could have a whole other set of things he be, going he on could in be his life. He's a great life. dude, but fuck so him. It's important. It's, it's important. You know, all jokes aside, it yeah. is important to acknowledge that, you know, that dude's probably got a lot of shit going on in his life. He might not feel like he's good enough for her, which is why he's acting what, insecure and why he had to take a hiatus and et cetera, et cetera. And so she's like, yeah, well, at dude, least I can get fun. with a guy like that. Yeah. Dude, but I could fucked? never get with a guy like you. And so to her, it's so, fucked her whole world up. So they were hooking up and they did not communicate very well. I know a little bit about it. They didn't communicate very well. Um, and then she got the vibe. He was kind of like, you know, using her a little bit. He, when he, was, in town, he was in Mexico mm -hmm. with a different girl. Didn't tell this girl about that. She found out that they were there together. Hmm. So I'm like, okay, I painted enough of a picture. I'm like, I don't shit talk anybody. I don't, I don't speak poorly about anybody. I'm like, I bet in he's your a cool life, dude. I can though. I bet he's a cool dude. And then at the time, <laughs> I still cool know dude. this. Well, maybe and, that and dude's just head. trying to play the field. And by all means, by all do that. Do just do it thing. honestly and transparently. You and know they, what I mean? They, they That's where we all get or whatever a little bit. And so I'm like, I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm just, I'm going to do me. I'm going to focus on me. So in that time, right, we just, you know, we were friends. We were hanging out and it just kind of naturally, you know, escalated and it got connected. So I know that I showed up perfectly. I know that everything was just so natural and chill. Mm. And I know that we had such good and honest communication that like by the end of it, she was able to tell me all this shit. Mm -hmm. I know, I See, know Those are steps, those, those so are the no, steps. I didn't, I didn't not reply. Um, what was the reason they said I didn't reply? Because you were an alpha male and you have shit going on? Mm, that's part of it. I had a fucking busy day today. I didn't reply because I looked at the situation and I said, okay, 24 hours ago, this girl was calling me in the middle of the night because she was upset. Yeah. Right? Now she's being upfront with me about what's happening. And you know when you shit test people? Mm. That's a girl's way of shit testing mm -hmm. someone. Yeah. Is this guy going to freak out? Yeah, to see how Where alpha he you at. actually are. And so I was like, okay, cool. You know what? That's great. I said I'm not 100% okay with it, and you should know that, right? However, you know, go have fun. I, I appreciate you for telling me, mm -hmm. right? And then left it again. I tested her and said, just so you know, when we're hanging out in the future, I'm still going to be me. I'm still going to hit on you. I'm still going to flirt. I'm still going to And she played it exactly back and to you. And she played it exactly back to me. Now why I left it 
is because I recognize that in all that, A, if I said anything else, I'm, uh, I'm fishing. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for more interaction. You're insecure. I'm insecure. I'm looking for validation. Yeah. And by not saying anything, I'm saying, okay, you know what? I know this is happening. Throw the fish back into the water. Mm-hmm. That's Great. called Throw that's the fish back boundaries. into the water. You're creating boundaries. Yeah. And this is what you go, accept. Allow that, this to, is what you don't allow accept. that to run its course. Because I can yeah. tell you the course that, that we started, even if it was just, you know, that small like month of hanging out, mm-hmm. you know, it was on a really positive, on a really positive start. Yeah. So I know coming into that, she was, you know, they were off the rails a little bit. And then mm-hmm. there was security and fun and intimacy and, and great times there. And now just trust that that is value enough. And that's now, what it takes. Before I forget, before I forget, listen, I'm a six at best. Okay, and I've been with a bunch of tens. Okay, so coming back to your so statement. I, I thought he was at least an eight and a half, for the record. <laughs> I'm a six at best. When I'm shaving, maybe a, maybe a seven, maybe, you know, maybe stretching it. Bro, if you shave the beard, you're a six. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but it, Jokes, I'm kidding. It's, I'm back to, it's back to that, you know, I used to feel this all the time, which is why I got into the whole pickup game and all this bullshit is because I didn't feel I was good enough. I didn't feel I had anything to offer. And I was having trouble meeting women, right? Even though I worked in a club. You know what I mean? And I was traveling the world and I was doing all this other shit. It was tough for me to find genuine connection, right? So I've realized that the more, the more you approach people that you feel are out of your league, quote unquote, the more comfortable you are being in that league. A hundred percent. The more you practice with the big shots, the more you get to play with the big shots. The reason, the, the reason we're doing all this stuff now, and I have you as a friend, and I have, you know, back to the whole millionaire billionaire statement from before, right? I have all these friends that have a ton of money. It's something I aspire to, to have that much money, is because these people are not only know how to get money, but these people are good people. How do they Dude, think? How do they act? Exactly. What do they Absolutely. do every I model day? after what everybody. And genuine and interaction and that's, attracts more genuine interaction. And that's just, that just comes from believing you belong in that circle. We just had this conversation about um, uh, well, uh, the imposter, imposter syndrome. Imposter yeah. syndrome yeah. Right? Where I, where I was just being interviewed by a guy. And I said, I, I feel like I have imposter syndrome because I don't feel, sometimes I don't feel like what I've accomplished is my accomplishment. And I feel like I'm, I'm this imposter and people are looking at me and I'm going to be called out because I'm a fake. Certain, a certain percentage of that is self-delusion and right. a certain percentage of right. that is reality. Exactly. So I'm going to use this as an example. When I talked to a, a guy that we put a quote out for last week mm-hmm. about uh, how we're going to improve his customer experience, I know without a shadow of a doubt that the shit that I'm talking about I can do. But a certain part of me is also like, yeah, but there are other people out there that can do it too, mm-hmm. and they may do it better than me, and mm-hmm. I don't know if that exists or not, and so that feeds into mm-hmm. some level of insecurity. Now, here's the thing. I know that when put in a certain situation, doesn't matter what situation, I handle pressure well, I learn things quickly, and I adapt. And when I'm in those situations, that's how I get better. So I'm not going to get better unless I put myself in that situation, unless I learn the things that I need to know. And unless I, so half of me is an imposter. Literally, half of me is an imposter. The other half of me is capable. Mm-hmm. So I'm a capable imposter. And when I put those two things together, they kind of cancel each other out. Well, let's, and now I can just show up authentically because I know I'm capable. Exactly. I know that he so may, let me or may equate, not think that I am or I'm not. So let me equate this to Steve. Like you, you've gone through, 
something like this before in your past relationships. Maybe For not sure. exactly, but you've gone through this. So this, this, this again gets back to our adaptabilities phase, right? And learning from our previous experiences, right? You learn from your previous experiences that maybe, maybe you've done it all this exact same way before in the past. I doubt it. I highly doubt Dude. it. Maybe the first time, it, <laughs> the first time it happened, that you sounded bro, like it's a habit. The first time it happened, you fucking yelled, you yelled and screamed. The second time it happened, you went into your shell. And the third time it happened, you just fucking let her go away. And this time you're like, no, I, no, I've learned some things. This is, I'm going to be upfront and honest. Maybe that, maybe that's, maybe I'm that was a, a, the progression of it. I'm going to pump my tires a little bit here. No. I feel like I fucking you played it. this. You nailed it. So, 100%, so perfect. 100%. And it's like, honestly, at this point, right? And I you honestly, hold your ground, though. you know, you know, synchronicity, right? So a lot after getting that, going through that interaction last night and after getting that last text and being like, oh, she didn't shut the door on me when I shit tested her. Mm. I was like, nice, mm -hmm. right? And then so after are, that, I was like, I want to reply. I typed something, I'm like, no. I deleted it, mm -hmm. I put my phone down, and I left it. And this morning I woke up and was like, oh, you know that on edge feeling, right? And then it was crazy. Mm. I was feeling really uncertain this morning, and then out of fucking nowhere, my best, my best ex, best ex ever, ever, from like eight years ago, my best ex-girlfriend of my life, randomly out of nowhere, shoots me a text. And she's like, I underappreciated you so much and just how positive you were. And she's like, my, my boyfriend since you, right? She's like, I catch myself having to pick them up out of their own ruts. And you just, you, you just did such a good job of not only motivating yourself, you, you kept me so positive. And she's like, I just wanted to say thank you for that. And I was like, oh, that was what feel good, eh? That was the sign. amazing that validation. Was eight years, eight yeah. years later. And I mean, yeah, we're good friends now and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like we still talk over. It's like, how, how cool is that? So now I'm like, okay, cool. Now this is handled the right way. And dude, honestly, this is the first time I've, I've done that because mm -hmm. you're right. You know, the last girls that I, I've, I've been into, it's like, oh, you get rejection. And I've handled it like, oh, fuck, oh, but I really like you. And it's like all that bullshit. Mm -hmm. It yeah, does yeah, not yeah. work. No, of course then, not. You put yourself the self out there. You were vulnerable this time. And you told her exactly set, where you stood. And, and set clear boundaries. Yeah. And said, That's I'm not going right to fucking change. I'm not going to fucking change. punchline. You have a certain set of parameters that you're willing to operate within. And, I also, and unless somebody enters your life and is willing to operate inside of those parameters. You don't need them. You don't need them or want them in your life. Now, that I don't being need them. said. However, this is, what, this is where, why I have so much you know, trust right now. And whether it works out or doesn't work out, I feel good about this. Because where my understanding is, is it, with this other, you know, other relationship, it started rocky. Mm-hmm. It, communication was rocky. It was rocky when her and I started hanging out. I'm like, shit is not being communicated well. There's not, a, there's no safe space there, right? What we were able to build, this girl and I, was like trusting. It was yeah. safe. It was fun, mm -hmm. right? Everything was cool. And then even in good our conversation last night, good vibes only, it was like, this is where I'm at, right? I don't need you here. Mm -hmm. I don't need you here. I would like you to be here. Right? But if you're not, I'll be good. If you're not, I'll be fine. And that's the other, that was the number two thing. You're only entitled to the experience, not the outcome. And yeah. this ties into the outcome independent thinking. You, you get to have this really, you've had this really incredible experience with this girl. She's given you a lot of value. You've given her a lot of value. And if this is where it ends, this is where it ends. And you can look back fondly on the really cool and shit that you've later, done. And eight years later, get a text. And eight years later, get a text and her, she'll tell you like, oh my God, that guy was a fucking crazy person. And what I'm, I'm just, again, it's just all for jokes. But the idea is, is that uh, independence from the outcome, being able to remove yourself from what you hope or what you think or what you want or what you desire 
to be the outcome. Because I'm sure you have some desires and hopes and whatever, because that person fits a lot or checks a lot 100%. of boxes off. But there are some other boxes that need to be checked off too that are super fucking important. And if those don't Do you know get what those checked boxes off, are? The, the most important boxes, you're right. This girl's amazing. She's, she's a 10. She's super fun. She's smart. She's witty. She's like fucking roasts me. And yeah. I like, I'm into that, you know, like yeah. she's witty, she's on it, beautiful, super fun. And she checks a ton of boxes, if not every box. The most important boxes though, are the boxes that I checked myself. Mm. Where that is, <clears throat> I'm gonna be good with or without her. Would I like, would I like her to be there? Yeah, that would be awesome. Right. However, I'm gonna be good by myself either way. And this is where the fucking, I hate to say it, this is like the fuck boy shit, the steal your girl shit. Mm. Now, guess what has happened? I have come in and even just a month and a half as a friend who, you know, is like we've escalated past that. I just pumped the level of where that bar is. So now whenever, that's why I'm like, go so hang now, out with this, this dude. This dude has to go elevate his game dude, a million he, percent. And I tell you, and he better, when, he, yeah. when that bar is not getting hit now after she's experienced that, Right. I want to touch. I want to touch. Hold on. I want to touch on something. Bring to the table. Yeah. And and it's valuable enough that I'm not worried about somebody else fucking that up. And if you don't see that, Mm -hmm. that's your loss. And now I want to. I want to touch on that. Let's get. Let's let's get a little deeper into that about being good by yourself, Mm -hmm. and and being happy by yourself, and having somebody else be happy by themselves, and then coming together. You guys are both happy because. There's, there's a lot of, now that we're talking about relationships, uh, there's a lot of relationships at work where, you know, like your ex that texts you where you're always pumping her up, you're always making her feel good because she wouldn't, maybe she wasn't feeling good or whatever else. You know, there wasn't, there wasn't a way for her to do it herself. So it was almost on you to do it for her. There's a lot of relationships like this, right? Where mm-hmm. one partner has to sacrifice some of their feeling for the other. But that comes from the belief that you have to do that for exactly. somebody. I don't and that, have this, to this, do that this, for this is, anybody. This is what I'm getting at. This is what I'm getting at. In my last relationship, I was happy. I was always, always happy and I was always doing my thing. I was always confident, always doing all my own things, right? It fell apart because of lack of communication, my part, her part, and because she wasn't doing things to fulfill herself, I was the one that had to fulfill those things for her. Right. Right? It fell apart. I didn't have time. Right? So in 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 realizing that, I know now that the communication is very important, right? Something I've learned from this podcast, right? Um, realizing that putting yourself out there doesn't mean you're going to get hurt. Putting yourself, by that I mean putting your emotions, explaining your emotions or how you feel or um, the situation you're in, being vulnerable doesn't hurt you, right? It, it only strengthens that relationship if it's the person you want to be in that relationship with. If, if she's on, if she's not about sharing and communication and shit like that, that's not somebody I want to be with anyway. Yep. So I might as well be vulnerable. And if she calls me out for being a pussy, oh, get the fuck out. I don't need you in my life. This is something that a lot of people are going through where their relationships are struggling because they're they're trying to pull their partner up to their level. A lot of it is a manifestation of your of your insecurities. What no matter what party it is. So if it's me, and okay, so I'm gonna put myself in your shoes. She's going out with another girl. M- the manifestation. Oh. Can I watch. Can I watch? <laughs> she, <laughs> she, okay, Misogynistic. <laughs> so okay, she's going out with another dude. Uh, my insecurities manifest when that happens because I'm like, well, am I not fucking good enough for you? It's not, it's am I human not, to am have I not that. Yeah, enough? like that's, what the ha- fuck? that's part How of being I know, human. I own you, you're my girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. You better, you better be here doing this, whatever, whatever. That's my insecurity. First of all, you say that manifesting shit? Manifesting <laughs> in that way. 
right? Now her on the other side observing that, first of all, super fucking unattractive. Second of all, it makes her feel insecure because she's going to take on that energy. And then what's going to happen is now there's this loop of insecurity where, well, fine, I won't go out then just to make you happy. I never go out and I don't feel sexy. You don't make me feel sexy enough. Well, if you would do that, if you, if you, if you, if you, if you, now you're in this fucking shitty loop of blaming each other for your own fallacies. When, if you just looked inside of yourself and, and dealt with your own insecurities, you'd be okay. Proof is in what you just went through. You're not insecure enough. You know what you bring to the table. And if that's not enough for this chick, then she's fucking blind. And that's clear. I operate the same way inside of my relationship. My girlfriend can do as she pleases. She comes and goes wherever she wants. She can go out with the girls and do the girl thing, have a girl's night out. All the guys buy them drinks all night long. And I could give a fuck less. Do you know why? Because I know not a single one of those men even come close to holding a candle next to the fucking uh, sun. You know what I mean? Next to the fucking whatever it is that I am when I come to the table. (laughs) I know that because when I come to the table, I'm honest. I'm truthful. I'm transparent. I'm authentic. I'm loving. I'm caring. I provide whatever the fuck I can, whenever the fuck I can to anybody that needs it in my life. I know that my, it's right from my very mantra, leave people better than when you found them. Right from that. And if that's my only objective, I know that if she's in my life, she's getting a lot out of me. Listen, I'm not saying that listen, she's not listen. bringing a lot to the Let's, table. I'm just acknowledging my own. It. And now on the flip side, I can go do as I please because she knows that what she brings to the table is top notch. She's a smoke show. She's always there when I need her. She's really attractive. She she takes care of my needs. She p- tries to do things around the house shit. She, she's super supportive when I'm going through my shit. And when I'm going through my shit, I just kind of, I'm like, I'm in, I'm, I internalize and I go through my shit. But she's like right there, you know? She's always there for all the little things that I need. Now that... Um, Dynamic? Yeah, that, that trading of that equal uh, open... Uh, interaction, give and take transaction, whatever the fuck you want to call it, uh, adds to the value that we put on our relationship. So when she wants to go out and do the girl thing and all the dudes buy her drinks, she's like looking at these dudes like, are you fucking serious? You think you can, you think you can beat what my man does? You know what I mean? That's the way she interacts with it. Here's the thing. I really, I really, really, really want to cuss you out and make fun of you right now, but I can't. Because what you're saying is absolutely true. I want to throw a joke in, but I don't. Like, no, I want to be like, I, I want to be like, I can't. I, 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 I want to say <laughs> I can't take you seriously without a fucking scarf on you, but I can't even do that because, really, what you said is so true. Because over this last what two years, you and I have been in, part, in business together. Mm-hmm. You know, you have, and I'm going to pump you up a little bit. Just fucking relax. Don't take it seriously. <laughs> is you have you've shown me the value of communication open communication in a relationship a business relationship mm-hmm. right but i also realized that exactly what you do and how you help me with all my personal shit as well your girlfriend does the exact same thing with me mm-hmm. you two are absolutely perfect together and when i say that i mean your personalities mesh very well but you are not the same person but you approach things the same way now, whether that's just the way you're interacting with me and how it, it, it makes me feel great, or if that's the way you're interacting with everybody, it makes everybody feel great. But that's how I come, that's how I feel when I, when I, when I interact with you guys. Yeah. You've, you really do <clears throat> inspire people to do things that they wouldn't, first of all, not normally do. Um, either leave their comfort zone to, to push beyond their boundaries. 
but you also reel them back in when, when, when they think they're getting out of control. Not when you think they're getting out of control. When they think they are. When they approach you with a problem saying, you know what, I don't think I should have done this or this. And you're like, okay. But other than that, you're like, you feel comfortable? Good. Go ahead. Right? And you're, the communication you have and the openness you have with everybody, not just your, feet, not just your girl, mm-hmm. not just with your son, not just with me, not just with Steve, with everybody you interact with, is a testament to how well you have developed yourself personally. Now, whether that be over the last year or two years that I've known you, or the last 20 years of your life, or whether that be because your dad raised you in a certain way and you hold yourself to these certain beliefs, or whether those beliefs came later, doesn't, I, don't, I, don't, I have no fucking clue. But whatever it is, makes you a person that if I was a female, I would not leave you. Does that make sense? <laughs> yes, Bro, you just, went, you just went from I fucking <laughs> want to make fun of you and roast you so bad to basically just saying I, that you would date him. I told him, next I told time, him I could not do it. in the crosshairs, listen, I couldn't shot. do it, I couldn't take do it. Take fucking I shot. You know, listen, it's been, I, I'm trying to put out less hate. As you guys know, my podcast, the Morning P Podcast is very fucking hate filled. Okay, and I'm trying to put out all some I'm more saying, energy I, love. I support you in that. However, don't come here being all soft. You shut the fuck up. I'm sorry, mister. My fucking girl won't fucking Take talk to you. Let's shot. talk about this for an hour and a half before we even start the no, fucking this podcast. Is and we were recording that whole time. And this is, I want to just go back to what you were saying. And I'm going to tie it in with, you know, being an imposter. And people can fake shit for a little bit of time. You can't do it all the time. You can't do it all the time. And you know, you know. You fucking know if you meet somebody and they're ingenuine. If I you meet, can tell. Oh, bro! If I especially when you're the person girl, they're claiming to be. If I meet a girl, like whatever way you want to look at this. If you meet somebody that you are like, oh damn, like there's something here, and you feel that you're like, yeah, there's something here, yeah. and that's real. Yeah. Do you know what's not real? Mm. Telling somebody you like them, that you're into them, and then bringing somebody else to a different country. Look that at, shit doesn't look hold at, up. Oh. Shots. See, over time, shots. I've had a lot of opportunities (laughs) for paradigm shifts that I've chosen to accept. Okay. I've allowed that to happen. You were gay. Now you're straight. I I mean, who knows? We could we could argue that. It could be argued. The scarves are really it's a dead giveaway. (laughs) (laughs) He's talking a lot now. Really? (laughs) He just goes. The biggest the biggest paradigm shift that I think helped me was when I stopped judging and I just started observing. When I started observing, I, I could see people for who they actually were rather than the person that I judged them to be. Mm-hmm. So when I first met you, had it been my old self, I would have judged you mm-hmm. for your abrasiveness or for how loud you are or for mm-hmm. how upfront and honest you are because sometimes it's hard for people to fucking handle. Yeah. And I could have put you in the box of you're an asshole. Mm-hmm. Fuck this guy, I don't want to hang out with him. Mm-hmm. But instead of judging you, I observed you and I was like, Oh, he's come up with a lot of things that he uses to cope with his reality. This is the moment when he turned straight after observing you. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, hold on. Was that like, a cuss at me or no you? He cussed both of us yeah, at the yeah, same yeah. time. <laughs> Fuck you! We like, help <laughs> him with his bullshit, and he comes with this. Don't bring your problems here no more. It was the, it was in that moment that I realized I'm no longer into guys with beards. I'm more into guys with five o'clock shadows. Right? This is all with saying. fake five o'clock shadows, right? See, and no, this is why we do this. Honestly, this is why we do this. And I'm glad that we were able... I'm, honestly, I, I, I was telling you boys about this story just because you're my boys and I I genuinely wanted some feedback on it mm-hmm. because honestly, it's the first time that I've, I've voiced it. You know, and everything happening, and it's cool. Too. How do you feel about it? How do you feel about the, the, so the, much the advice now. or the the conversation we had? After is it okay? Everything, and you know what? It was really cool because when I first started telling the story, the immediate response from you guys was, "Dude, this girl's playing you." Mm. 
right? But and that's the, not the vibe. But and, and it's interesting you say that because most of the stories end at that point. When, when we're having conversations with most guys, like yeah. little acquaintances, mm -hmm. this and that. What's well, a confirmation it, 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 bias? It goes, You're looking it goes, she's fucking cheating on you, bro. Belief. What the fuck? She, she yeah. fucking come back with this guy, this, that, instead of getting into the conversation. Mm -hmm. Most guys will cut it off there because they want to seem like the alpha or the macho or whatever else. Just they know everything. So it's, oh, they're fucking, she's, she's playing you. Fucking let her go. They don't give the opportunity to have the full story come out and have mm -hmm. all the things. Because... Again, we don't know. We don't know who we can be vulnerable with. And you feel good knows? enough to be vulnerable here. Who fucking here? knows how the story ends? Yeah, who knows? Who fucking knows? How and the you're story enjoying ends? the fucking time. I'm enjoying the fuck out of it. And honestly, I feel so much better about it now after, after talking about it because you know when you're in it, it's difficult to see outside of this, right? And you know, with practice and with with honestly failing fucking over and over, um, and doing the wrong thing and saying the wrong things, right, and not getting the girl. Right, I've learned. So I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm I feel really good about the way I left. And honestly, being able to do this show, this episode with you know no names, no nothing, no just like here's the situation, mm -hmm. and being able to dive into it because how relatable is that? How many times have fucking all of us, all three of us in this room, been, been through the exact through the thing. exact same thing? Mm -hmm. How many dudes listening to this are like, damn, you know, I was hanging out with this girl for a month, and then you know there's a, a roadblock, some other guy got in the way, and and how did it get? And I might have handled it the wrong way. Mm -hmm. Fuck that guy. Let's fight that guy. Fuck that. No, bitch. fuck all the best. Go all the best. I hope. Girl. I hope. Like, I, I hope like he's really a fucking beauty. Mm -hmm. I'm sure he's a thinking. fucking beauty. Yeah. Right. But, However, but the, other side the of it good is, things do you, always have prevail. Have you considered X? Have you considered Y? And this have is, you considered dude, this? And if you have, cool. I'm in it with you now. We're, we're uh, let's we're fucking ride team. this way. Now, 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 now let's sort it out. We're going through every single aspect of everything, right? Yeah. And the problem is, what's so cool? Something I want to touch on something you just said there before we skip over because I think it's a very important point. You're like, good, I hope he's a great guy. I hope he's a fucking, I hope he's a beauty. Here's the thing guys don't realize. Guys always think they're in competition with another guy. No. Especially when it comes to a female involved. Now, here's the thing. If you're if you're absolutely true to yourself, you know who you are, you know you're not going to deal with that bullshit. If she goes for him, good. Get the fuck out of my life. You don't have or, to play the game. I'm not playing the fucking game with you. Yeah. When you set boundaries like you did, mm -hmm. and, you, and, you, and you said to her, you were upfront and honest, she was as well, you know, things usually turn out for the better. What most guys get in the situation of is, again, they're back with their friends. That girl's cheating on you. Or that girl's a fucking hoe. Why are you fucking dealing with her? She's playing you. Judging. And then, then, it's, then it's here, have another beer. Ten beers later, you're fucking making a call going, fuck you, you stupid cunt. I can't fucking believe you would do this. And then it gets fucking bad. Then it gets bad. That's not that, call, that phone call is not the bad part. Then it gets bad. When you realize what it is. With the next morning when you wake up and you go, what the fuck these idiots talked me into? And you have to realize these are the people you're taking advice from. You know what I mean? I don't take advice from anybody. I literally take advice from four people in my life. Two of them are in this room. Trusted you confidants what I'm saying? who have a proven track record yeah. of bringing you good results. And here's yeah. the thing is I used to take advice <laughs> from every Tom, Dick, and Harry because they were my boys. Yeah. And you just you just blindly follow. Just so here's blindly what's really follow. cool. So when she said, um, when she told me that she was hanging with this dude, and then she, she was like, honestly, I didn't know whether or not. She's like, I I kind of thought that you would you would have this response. I'd be a little upset about it. Mm -hmm. She's like, I thought about not mentioning it. However, you know, she trusted me to to know all the information. So you laid the foundation for her to trust you for that. For That's sure. Good. And do you know what my response was? Hmm. My response was, and this has been kind of a theme for her and I's conversations over the last month. My response after, you know, after like fucking 15, 20 minutes of thinking about it, I responded with, we're a team. I would prefer you not to exclude parts of your life. Done. And then it's just like, set that out there. 
And honestly, dudes, don't fucking stress. Just go in, set the bar so fucking high, and then trust that it's. You know what's funny? Make sure you that you can deliver that consistently. Make sure you can deliver yes. that consistently. Don't pretend. Don't yep. give them the three week free yep. trial. Right, and then yep. change who the fuck you are. No, do the set the bar high. Set the bar as high do. as you can sustain. Do that so deep here, work and that trust you need that to it's do enough. To shift those paradigms. You, it's competitive versus collaborative. If you're in here to collaborate, you know what's really cool is Steve can easily help this other dude get laid because that's what's going to inevitably happen if she doesn't respect his boundaries. Cool. Go fuck your boy then. You know what I'm saying? And that's collaborative. You're not competing with nobody. I'm not playing against this fucking game. I'm not playing that game at all. When you shift those paradigms. The same thing. When you stop judging other people and you start seeing in them your own fallacies, then you can recognize the shit that you've got to work on. And when you recognize the shit that you got to work on, you know the next time your girl brings a piece of trouble to your table, instead of reacting and blaming and shifting and all this other fucking bullshit that you go through, just take a minute and go... Okay, if that's the case, what can I do better? Speaking How to that. How can mm -hmm. I handle this the best? Learn it for next time. Yeah. What would Steve do? So, <laughs> I so, like that. So, so, let's get that so rolling. Steve, speaking of that, we'll end this episode, I think, pretty coming up soon here. Um, I'm, I'm gonna, what I should have done, and I'm, again, sorry, get off your sobs there. What I should have done when I broke up with, uh, in a, when I was in a relationship for four years, I was engaged to this girl. What I should have done and what I wanted to do was take a year and just find myself, quote unquote, find myself. Right. The issue is I, I know who I am. Yeah. I, I know my goals for coming up in the future. I know, I know where I stand, what I need to do, and how long it's going to take to get there. And it was interesting because the girl that I'm kind of seeing now, it, it was never meant, I, I never meant for it to be anything crazy. It was just a, hey, how are you, whatever. And it turned out to be, this girl is amazing for me. Mm -hmm. And I, I really want to stress the point to our to our listeners and our viewers that if you are in a long term relationship and you you that that fails that just the breakup happens and you're going through some shit don't jump into something right away. I know it. There's I, no steadfast rules well, or there's not there's not. But, but take I'm, the I'm take, 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 it out. take it back to where you were saying is that when you get out of that relationship you may have lost some piece of of who you are. Yeah. You need to be able to find yourself. As I say all the time, I'm lucky that I have people in my life that are able to keep me on track and say, this is not who you are. You should be this. Remind you. Have you to remind me who yeah. I am. Remind me of my goals. Remind me of what I want to accomplish. And if you have people like that, speak with them. Mm -hmm. Speak with them as soon as you get out of that relationship. Find yourself. Take two months. Take three months. Take four months. Take a year. Take 10 years. Whatever it takes. But find yourself to be the person you want to be before entering another relationship. And I really wanted to stress that because I said I came out of a relationship and then two weeks later I'm dating somebody else. And I really wanted to stress to our viewers because I don't want to let them down saying that, you know, uh, uh, and I'm not saying I'm the perfect person. I, maybe I haven't found myself 100%, but the person I'm with now You're is- You're never gonna find yourself 100%. The, the person I'm with now is helping. The person that. I'm with now is on, she knows who she is, she knows what she wants, she knows where she's going. And That's I know what I right want, there. who I am and where I'm going. Yeah. And they line up. I literally just had this conversation with my girlfriend last night. Why Why are we still together? Because we were literally just supposed to be a fling. We both have mm -hmm. acknowledged that and recognized it. But the, the moments after our first night together, we both kind of looked at each other. So like, is this, a, is this an exclusive thing or are we going to just... And I was like, well, I don't know. Like, do you want to mm -hmm. explore that? And she was like, well, kind of. 
I because I don't want to get rid of that good dick. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> he gave rid of that <laughs> real good dick. Um, it doesn't work as good if you don't have sound. So we like. So how the fuck? <laughs> he gave rid of that good. <laughs> so how the fuck did we last this long? We've been together for almost four years. In as I said in September, how do we last this long? And I said, well, listen, I was on a journey of self-discovery, self-development. I want to be a better version of myself. I'm constantly improving. The person you met four years ago is not the same person that I am today. What's crazy about it is the person that you were four years ago is not the same person that you are today. And, uh, you know, just magically enough, we just so happen to be on this path where we've supported each other Mm -hmm. the whole way. Regardless of the outcomes and and, and now, all and the now, things that we've tried to explore as far as what a relationship means to us two, and yeah. because we we four years in we still live in separate households, although we spend a great deal of time together. She has kids, I have kids. It's complicated, you know. I have a limited uh, you know income. She also has limited income, and so putting that together, you know, sporadically for no fucking reason without some critical thinking just wouldn't make sense. And so we've analyzed that, and we and luckily we haven't let anybody else influence what a relationship should or shouldn't be. Nor should you. Mm-hmm. This is what works for us. Mm-hmm. We respect each other. We're on this path of becoming better versions of ourselves every fucking day. And we acknowledge that. And that's why we've been together for this long. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think you have found somebody really great for you because you're both on that same path. And those relationships, mostly, mm-hmm. I can't speak for everything, but mostly those relationships in my experience have been the most successful. And she's she's a smoke long show. Term. She's Dude, a and let's smoke let's show. wrap this up here because you yeah. said what's working for you right now. You said what's working for you right now. I'll wrap <coughs> this up. Um, what's really working, what really does work, is when Devin, when you say why are we still together, and you gave X, Y, and Z for reasons. What really works is acknowledging that there's attraction, right? Not rushing shit giving it the space and the freedom to grow naturally, and then allowing that other person to go out and sample other things and make the decision that your shit is good. Set the bar high, roll with where you set the bar, and allow people to figure it out for themselves. Because dude, if you set that bar high, they will come back. I love it. Guys, that's Alpha Project. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week, and hopefully Steve will have a shirt on that fits. See ya. (laughs) 